1: Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code Staple20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code Staple20.
2: Well met, fellow adventurers. You find me in the city of Parkour. Well, I'm searching for that for that shop where you can. Where you can offload those hides and eventually various other odds and ends. But along the way something appears to have happened. Suddenly. While making your way through through the southwest part of the city. You suddenly realise that a large number of people pointing and looking at the sky. You instinctively turn your gaze and look skyward. Soaring silently northward. High above the seaboard, its broad wings, long, long, and long, muscular form silhouetted in white sky, is a massive sea dragon. There's something for that. Sea dragons. Extremely rare, very reclusive, and frightfully powerful, the mighty sea dragons that once inhabited a broad swath of the waggy coastline of North Rattans have dribbled in number over the last several centuries. Many believe only a handful of these mighty, majestic creatures remain. Sea dragons are one of the larger and more intelligent species of dragondom. Their thick, green-hued scales are harder than steel, and impervious straw but the most powerfully enchanted magical weapons. Their broad heads bear six long, long long-curved horns, angled in a variety of directions, ...which they adeptly use to strike and kill large prey from above. For not outwardly hostile to humans, sea dragons prefer to be left alone... ...and will fiercely defend their lairs, usually sea caves. Sea dragons are known to prey upon smaller dragons of other species... ...and are adept at catching and killing large marine creatures like whales and sharks... Sea dragons can remain submerged for up to an hour at the time and will often pursue their prey to great distances and great depths. Like most dragons, sea dragons have a set of powerful wings which they employ as they circle high above the ocean scouring the waves below for their next meal. You speak with several fellow, fellow onlookers interested to learn that sea dragon sightings Become a somewhat, somewhat common occurrence over the last several months. After less than a minute, the large dragons passed out of sight, far to the north. Intrigued by the sighting, he once again set off to pursue an exploration of the city. And now I'll just... I'll just pause. It for... hey, looks like something's in the sky while well, making your way through the northwest part of the city. You suddenly realise that a large number of people are pointing and looking up at the sky. You instinctively turn your gaze skyward. Soaring silently northward, high above the seaport, its broad wings and long musty form silhouetted against the bright blue sky, is a massive sea dragon. You speak with several onlookers and are interested to learn that sea dragon sightings become somewhat become a somewhat common occurrence over the last several months. After less than a minute, the large dragon has plashed out of sight far to the north. Intrigued by your second sighting of a dragon, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the city. And stopping for now. To the skies. Suddenly... While making your way through the northwest part of the city, you suddenly realise that a large number of people are pointing and looking up at the sky, You instinctively turn your gaze skyward. Soaring silently northward, high above the seaport, its broad wings and long muscular form silhouetted against the bright blue sky, is a massive sea dragon. You speak with several fellow onlookers, and are interested to learn the sea dragon sightings become a somewhat common occurrence over the last several months. After less than a minute, the large dragon has passed out of sight far to the north. Intrigued by the third sighting of the dragon, you again prepare to resume your exploration of the city. Suddenly, just as you're about to set off on your way, a young woman steps through the departing throng of onlookers and strides up to you. Her scarred leather jerking, studded gauntlets and short blades slung at her side immediately do you lead her you to believe she is, like you, an adventurer. Her first words serve to remove any lingering doubt. What one adventurer to another, she says, smiling, she hands you a furled sheet of white paper. Excuse the forward nature of this, but I expect it is something that may interest you. You unfurl the paper and discover it's a roughly sketched map. The map seems to depict a long and light winding trail leading down towards the sea through a steep region of steep through a region of steep cliffs just to the east of Pakwar. That's where you'll find the sea dragon, she said half a mind to go down there myself to have a look, though I thought better it since. I don't look to be the sort, that's we easily turned. There then, now you know where you can look for a bit of real adventure. The young woman suddenly extends her arm and initiates his shoulder cross. You meet her in the gesture and he introduces herself as Louis. You're about to offer your own introduction when you're... Muleoro politely holds up her hand. I know who you are, she says. At least I've heard enough to know what it is you're capable of. Mind you, I wouldn't show that map to just anyone. Not considering, well. I really must be on my way. Until next time we meet. You hand back the map and meet, meet, and again meet Doria in the shoulder cross. After thanking her, you're about to ask her why she decided to show you the map. When she suddenly departs, moving along the crowded lane, runs into one of the seaport's main thoroughfares. When she is no longer in sight, you commit the region you, the region you noted on the map to memory, and once again prepare to resume your exploration of pac As you set out, you wonder if you will ever again meet the adventurer known as Liwa. To visit the location described on your map, maps, select the travel option from Pakra and look for the sea cliffs under nearby locations. Okay, and I will. I will. I'm going to the sea cliffs. The sea cliffs is the name given to a region of steep, rugged cliffs the east of Pakra. Many ancient wandering trails make their way down through the treacherous maze of cliffs and ledges, though few indeed are those who are bold enough to tread such perilous crafts. Yours truly is one of them, as, as the base, at the base of the cliff region, a sheer drop of dust over one hundred feet, waits to send the unwary plunging into the raging arms of the Sundron. Explore the sea cliffs. The steep in of cliffs to the east of Packerel, known to all as the Sea Cliffs, is a place filled with rugged beauty and ever present peril. Exploring now. You explore the Sea Cliffs for quite some time without discovering anything of any particular interest. You keep exploring suddenly, and that's, that's the sign that something new is probably going to turn up. As you carefully make your way along the broad, sloping ledge that cuts across one of the more sheer cliff faces, you're suddenly frozen in horror, at the sound of a ghastly shriek from above. You instinctively shoot your gaze skyward, only to have your heart skip a beat as your eyes fall upon a dreaded sight, squeaking towards you from above, its deadly talons sprayed in anticipation of taking hold of its prey, is a massive takabak. You hurriedly draw yourself into combat ready stance as the giant bird of prey swoops in for the kill. It's a giant Takabak. The giant Takabak tears at you with beak and talon. And I'm it's it's pretty tough, but it is still slain. Six XP. To combat and 6 combat XP and 256 experience to general. The dying tracker break thrashes about on the ledge for several moments, before finally toppling off and plummeting into the raging sea at the base of the cliff. I mean, quite frankly, if you forgot you were a bird and could just fly away, well, I don't really have that much pity for you. The vicious winged predator is now gone forever. The checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you 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 once you once resume, Room your exploration of the of this rugged region. Explore some more. Nope, nothing that time. Nothing, nothing, nothing. There's a lot to find here, but sometimes you just get unlucky. Suddenly, near the base of one of the steeper, more de- treacherous cliffs, you come upon the wide, dark mouth of a massive cave. Cautiously, you make your way across a narrow, crumbling ledge to the opening in the cliff face. You've made a special note of this location. A dark, and forbidding cave you may return to it in the future whenever you explore the sea cliffs you're standing on a narrow ledge directly in front of the wide dark mouth of a massive cave you're about to step foot towards the cave entrance when a steep deep rumble hurtles out of the darkness within the gluttal almost unearthly sound makes your blood run cold a short silence follows the fierce war a silence suddenly broken by a low, thin, wasping voice from inside the cave. Come in, wanderer, issues an unexpected voice. Please come in before you topple from that leg. Step into the cave. With it, with your heart pounding and your every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you step towards the dark mouth of the massive cave. Who could be in there? Suddenly, a dim, the yellow glow appears out of the blackness before you, scattering the deep gloom, and revealing an immense passage, the end of which opens a vast stone chamber. Curled up in the centre of the cavern chamber, its horned head resting on the crook of its giant's tail, is a sight that leaves you momentarily breathless. The ancient sea dragon, its thick green scales appearing almost blue in the golden light, now bathing its lair narrows his black eyes and snorts as i believe i said only moments ago Wandora, please come in not entirely certain what you should do you step boldly into the cave chamber and introduce yourself to the massive ancient creature the sea dragon snorts as you conclude your brief but cordial introduction i'm pleased to know you zoop he wasps Lisping his bulky horned head off his tail and turning to face you. My name, the name that humans can hear, is Arkugan. Did you come all this way through the cliffs in search of me? The question catches you off guard. But before you can answer it, Arkugan the i speaks. Afraid you found me in a rather undone state, he says. His low voice adopting an almost apologetic stone. tone. You see, I've recently been robbed. And I haven't yet quite figured out how to retrieve what was stolen from me. Believing that for a moment, Akikon is accusing you of the theft of whatever was taken from him. You ask the great sea dragon what has been stolen. In a low, wasping voice, the ancient reptilian tells you that seven dragon gems, all that remains of his brothers and sisters who long ago departed from the world, were recently stolen from his lair by a band of cave goblins. There's a link for Dragon Gems. A Dragon Gem is the petrified eye of a dragon. when a dragon dies, the magic it possessed during its lifetime is said to manifest itself in the creature's eyes. Shortly after death, a dragon's eyes will naturally petrify, becoming nearly as dense and hard as diamond and striking to barely a quarter of the size they were during life. Because of the potent magic they can contain, dragon gems have long been sought by enchanters and other mages. Dragon gems are often used to adorn and enchant both weapons and armour, and to enhance the effects of certain types of magic. Some, some dragons, notably sea dragons, are known to preserve hoard the dragon gems of their kin which they use to enhance their own mastery of magic Dear, (laughs) awful creatures he rumbles as you might expect they came calling when i was out and about had i returned from the hunt only a few minutes sooner might have had them trapped in here alas they were already scattering when i caught sight of them Doing your best to try and forget you're conversing with an ancient sea dragon, a creature that knows no actual enemies, natural enemies save perhaps one, and that's a link to Griffins. You listen carefully as Archagon continue, continues to relate to you details of the goblin raid on his lair. The dragon tells you that upon his return from a successful hunt, returned to his cave to find a large band of cave goblins fleeing into the surrounding cliffs. He managed to kill nearly a dozen of them, using both his claws and his formidable fiery breath. But the majority of the wretched beings took shelter in the many caves hidden throughout the cliffs. A small group of goblins made it up and off the cliffs, he says in a low, rasping voice. They were headed towards the city, though I cannot conceive were believe even that they would even conceive of entering it. Harkikon tells you that among the charred and tattered remains of the goblins he felled, he found no sign of the missing dragon gems. Cannot pursue them into the smaller caves, he says, snorting. Likely as not, there are tunnels in those caves that lead down into some deep, dark goblin lair. It's also possible that goblins met their doom in those places, the caves are filled with all manner of danger, crawling, slithering, and otherwise. Acheron tells you the magic stored in stolen stolen gems, which were once the eyes of his brothers and sisters, is of no use to go- goblins and will prove to be of very little use to humans. My line has never been blessed by the magic possessed by some of our kind, he says. But these dragon, can, dragon gems are all that remain of my kin. I am the last of my line, perhaps the last of the sea dragons. On that part, point I cannot be certain. You speak with the great dragon for quite some time, on a variety of topics. seems to only take a passing interest in the affairs of the world, though you find him exceptionally knowledgeable. Invariably, however, conversation always returns to the subject of the seven stolen dragon gems. Obviously, I'm going to hope search for them. Akuin's large eyes narrow as you voice your desire to seek out and return to him the dragon gems that were stolen out of his lair. The great sea dragon snorts and rises out of his curled position, revealing the fearsome enormity of his mighty scale-clad bulk. Succeed or fail as you may upon such an errand, for both time and goblin treachery are at work against you. I shall never forget this, he rasps. Thank you, Zoop. Akronik tells you again that while most of the goblins fled into the small caves that lie scattered throughout the sea cliff region, a small group of the fiendish creatures made their way up to the hills above and fled towards Pakroor. You quickly realized that searching for the seven for the stolen dragon dragon gems may prove to be a long and arduous task, and finding and returning all seven of the missing gems may prove to be almost impossible still undaunted by the difficulty of the mission ahead. You told that ancient dragon you will do your best to hunt down and retrieve the dragon gems. Thank you again, soup he says. I will eagerly await any word you see fit to bring me with regard to your ser- with regard to the search. You should begin your search for the missing dragon gems by exploring the sea region. Also, don't forget that Arquin told you that a group of cave goblins fled towards Pakwar. Okay. At length, after fully exerted, exhausting nearly half a dozen subjects, decided it is time to take your leave of the sea dragon. Oricon bids you farewell, and tells you that should you again find yourself wandering the sea cliffs, you will very much enjoy the pleasure of your company. Take care of mine those ledges, he calls after you step out of the cave. They're known to crumble away now and then. A dangerous event if you don't have wings. You salute the great dragon with a final wave before preparing to set out and resume your explorations of the cliff. Okay, now I have a mission. I must find those dragon gems and reunite them with... Oh, oh we can Tucked away at, at the end of a series of long, narrow ledges, partially hidden by an overhang of rock, discover the mouth of a small cave. Enter the cave. With a light source scattering the gloom, Be warily step into the cave. Okay, what's coming up? Yep, this is another randomly generated cave. Your exploration of the cliffside cave comes to a abrupt halt as an unwelcome sight emerges from the gloom ahead. Blood grub, blood grub. One of two, and the second blood grub. Yeah, Yeah, yes. These caves are they're a bit like the. The dark caves that you can find while exploring Fogborough Forest and a few other places, three blood grubs. But one advantage they have is they take a lot less time to clear out because there's only about ten monsters in them rather than twenty. And you occasionally get a lot of the time you get three or so monsters in a in a group, which makes it a lot quicker. Just now, two blood grubs. All right, you're just getting two XP for each of them. Eight gold, small handful remain. Yeah, keep. Oh, it's another blood grub. Come on, I want to fight something other than a blood grub. Oh, a padded sash. Defeated a total of eight enemies while exploring your cave. You estimate that no enemies remain. After carefully checking over the equipment, you once again resume your exploration of the cave. 64 XP for clearing out the cave. With no fear of any further encounters, you make a thorough search of the cave. Okay, 3 gold. Your exhaustive course of search of the cave turns up the following... After making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you check over the equipment before preparing to make your way out of the cave, suddenly. 128 experienced the general. As you're making your way out of the cave, you stumble upon something that had previously escaped your notice. Behind a pile of rubble, concealed in the gloom that fills this cliff-sized lair, you discover the heart devoured decomposing remains of several cave goblins. The goblins appear to have met a gruesome fate in this dark cave, recalling that it was cave goblins that waded Arakigan's lane. Arakigan's lair, you swiftly search through the rotting pile, suddenly towards the bottom of the heap, you come upon what you've been seeking, lying on the cave floor, beneath the bloodied festering remains of a slain goblin, there's a dragon gem, wasting no time, he reached down and take possession of the small petrified eye. Now I really should get some sort of satanitizer before I go around touching goblin goop. But, eh. Maybe maybe one of my maybe my magical skill of elemental elementalism allows me to conjure soap elementals <laughs> to help out. <laughs> You now possess one of the seven dragon gems that were taken from the great sea dragon's lair. The searching through the pile again, making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you promptly resume your trek out of the cave. Okay, now I can leave this cave. Yep, that is where you find six of the dragon gems. Move away, explore some more. Find six of the caves. Dragon gems in caves like that. Here's another one coming up. You might find them after you clear them. But then again, you might not. It's a blood grub. Oh yeah, and you do get more more things than just blood grubs. 19 gold for clearing those. A small handful remain. Yep, it's randomly generated. This one has... Two loops. Uh, I like dungeons that loop. Because you can. Explore them completely without having to double back on yourself as much. Alright. Uh, what's. Oh. Another three blood grubs. I'm sure there's supposed to be other things here. Alright. Uh, and there we are. And the third blood grub. And. And. 16 gold, no enemies left. 64, well done. You've successfully cleared the cave of its sinister inhabitants. 64 XP to general. Hmm, I mean, this is probably a pretty good grind. These shows a probably an alright grind spot for general XP, considering you can finish these caves in a couple of minutes, and they turn up regularly. But more importantly you get these loot drops. Alright, 11 gold, terrible equipment, suddenly. Another 128 experience to general. As you're making your way out of the cave, you stumble upon something that had previously escaped your notice. Find a pile of rubble, concealed in the dense gloom that fills the cliffside lair, discover the half-devoured composing, decomposing remains of several cave goblins. Goblins appear to have met a gruesome fate in this, in this dark cave. Recalling that the cave goblins that waded Arakan's, calling the cave goblins that waded there, you swiftly search through the watting pile. Suddenly, towards the bottom of the heap, you come upon what you've been seeking, lying on the cave floor, beneath the bloodied, festering remains of a slain cave goblin, is a dragon gem. Wasting no time, you reach down and take possession of the small, petrified eye. That's two dragon gems now. After searching through the pile again, making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you promptly resume your trek out of the cave. Alright, get to the exit of the cave. There's nothing more here. Because you're not going to find two dragon gems in one cave. Because that 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 just that wouldn't be gamey. Oh, it's another cave. You've made you're standing on a broad stretch of ledge. It's a well concealed cave, partially concealed mouth of a cliff side side cave. A pile of rubble, nearly ten feet high, and and several dangling roofs serves to hide the dark opening. And you're nearly on top of it. Foul odour, reminiscent of rotting meat, wafts out of the cave mouth. Enter the cave. This is a well-concealed cave. So this is a noted location. So unlike those previous two caves, this is a this isn't a randomly generated cave, this is a special cave. Custom designed. And also means you can go back to it as often as you want. Preparing to face the unexpected, you cautiously make your way into the dark cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of the well-concealed cliffside cave. To the south, a sloping, uneven passage curved, purled, plunges into darkness. A foul gloom, reminiscent of watting meat, drifts out of the gloom. So this cave is just a simple circle, and I'm off the north end. Am I on a little notch off the north but now i'm going round the circle clockwise suddenly pick a random pick a number bonus of 49 19 from woodmanship 20 from aura 10 from luck gotta get 50 or more so i can not fail success only a split second before you're about to step on it Become aware of a covered pit that spans nearly the entire breadth of the cave passage. Thankful to have spotted the heavily concealed trap, you cautiously step round it before continuing along the uneven corridor. To the west, you see a large semicircular chamber, and the unmistakable odour of rotting flesh pervades the broad tunnels of this dark cliffside cave. Are standing in a large, sloping, semi-circular ch- chamber deep in the cave. Piles of festering meat and le- heaps of debris fill the womb. The overpowering stench of decay makes your eyes water. Suddenly a savage growl makes your blood run cold, and your gaze shoots to the north side of the chamber, where you behold an unwelcome sight moving swiftly out of the shadows. Smaff his hands, gripping the heft of a heavy wooden club. It's a towering one-eyed ogre. The fearsome creature, in its left eye socket little more than a blackened, diseased impression, bellows with rage as it stomps across the chamber towards you. The watting appendage of some dead beast drops from the ogre's left hand as he prepares to attack. Hold your ground and face the ogre. With his savage bellows echoing all around you, and chunks of decayed flesh spilling out of his wide mouth, the one eyed ogre charges forward, brandishing his heavy club so as if it weighed no more than a small stick. You bravely engage the fearsome beast. I attack the one eyed ogre. The savage one eyed ogre swipes at you with his heavy wooden club. And you keep swiping, and I keep bashing. Bashy, bashy, bash, bash. And slain. 7 XP. And then 512 experience to general, and 32 experience to all skills and powers. With a pitiful whimper, the one eyed ogre collapses to the cave floor and expires. The savage creature that long protected his hidden, carnage-filled lair will never again prey upon those who dare wander in amongst the sea cliffs. A quick search of the creature's bloody corpse turns up only at the garled wooden amulet hanging from his thick neck. Decide that the crew object may have some value or importance, and promptly take possession of it. Garbed wooden amulet, armor neck. Be there waiting. One might plus one. This thick guard wooden amulet, tied to a length of twisted hide, once adorned the neck of a fierce one eyed ogre, that long prowled the sea cliffs region near the city of Pakuro. The amulet that has been carved to resemble, been carved to resemble either a dragon or a griffin. You're not really certain which. The eyes watering due to the powerful stents of rotting flesh that fills the chamber bark upon a thorough search of the fetid sanctum of the slain beast's lair, scattered amongst the heaps of rotting meat and other debris that fills the cave chamber, discover a large and varied collection of objects. Realise immediately that the things lying about this womb likely are likely the belongings of the me of many of the one-eyed ogre's unfortunate victims, so there's some pretty good loot here. And seventy-nine gold. Last, confident you haven't overlooked anything of value or importance, and nearly overcome by a wave of nausea. You make your way out of the chamber. Okay. It was he defeated the fearsome one eyed ogre. The ogre's bulky corpse. Corpse now lies in the slent of the chamber. Solely washing alongside the west of the gruesome remains. Okay, and leave this cave. Move away. Explore some more. Lots of exploring to do. Keep, keep it up. Uh, I'm going to pause until something turns up. Oh! Yeah. Another cave has turned up. Enter the cave. Once more, just it's a randomly generated cave. Couple more blood grubs. One. Two. Right, two XP for each of them. Ooh, finally, something new. Your exploration of the cliffside cave comes to an abrupt halt as, the awoken, as an unwelcome sight begins to emerge from the gloom ahead. It's a trijaw, one of three. Armed with three sets of powerful jaws, the aptly named trijaw prefers to attack its prey with its long, sharp horn. Once incapacitated, the victim a victim of this vicious beetle will be swiftly devoured, okay, I don't even know quite how it works, the vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you, stepping back from the remains of your slain enemy, you once again draw yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to engage the next of your determined foes. It's the second tri And here's number three. And it is slain. A small handful of enemies left. Yeah, keep exploring. Keep let's keep wandering around. Two blood grubs. That's one. And here's the second blood grub. And small handful remain. So, there's still some left. Uh, Just exploring every nook and cranny. Okay, that's every nook and cranny of this cave explored. It must have moved. So, what's now? Um, And 2xp. Still a small handful left. Yep, yep, just... That's what you do in this cave. You just wander around. It's a Wattsnail. Two Watt Snails, in fact. Yep, two Watt Snails. The Watts. No enemies remain. 64 XP for clearing the cave. Exhaustive search of the cave turns up the following. Okay, this is one of the... This is one of the better, one of the really nice drops you get sometimes with an unmatched bone breastplate that's going to sell for the maximum amount and 58 gold tokens. Oh, no, no, no dragon gems that time. Exit the cave, move away, continue on your way, keep exploring one. Another cave. Yep, that's what you do. I found, I've currently found how many dragon gems right now? Just two. Just two dragon gems so far. Which is not. And there's six dragon gems to find amongst the caves. That small handful left. So what's now? All right, let's see. It's a small cave, this one. So you're going to you're doubling back on yourself a bit more often. There's no loop this time. All right, and yeah. That's what I'm doing. Oh, hey, buggy, buggy, buggies. It's a giant carnage crawler. We've encountered quite a lot of those over previous episodes. No enemies remain. There was 9 XP for slaying that. Make a thorough search of (coughs) the cave. Alright, that's a poor loot drop. Only 21 gold. Oh, no Dragon Gems that time, Uh, poor luck I guess, move away, continue on your way, keep exploring, yeah, that's what you do, exploring the sea cliffs, some quite, quite some time without discovering anything of any particular significance another cave what what's taking you oh my internet didn't work for a bit there oh it's a giant carnage crawler these are the toughest things you fight in the in the cave i think they give you 9 XP and a dwindling number remain. Also, a tiny bit of gold. Yes, you, get a, you get a little loot drop after many of the battles. Not all of them, mind. Just a lot of them. It's jaw now. I, I really don't have. Not quite sure how these look, but I'm not sure how the jaws are arranged. Small handful left. Yes. And maybe someone could draw them. The tri jaws. It's what snails this time? Eight enemies down. Oh, I found an Aldivarian artefact. And two XP. After carefully checking over your equipment, you once again resume your exploration of the cave. 64 XP for clearing the cave. Uh, On a poor loot drop with just 12 gold. Oh, no. No gems that time. Pity. Pity. Yep, we're... No, 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 I've already been to this cave. Move away. I accidentally went back in the cave. It's no good, everything was already cleared out. Yes. Enter a new cave now. Enter the cave. Searching the cave. Looking for, looking for slain goblins. I mean, theoretically, some of them might be alive, uh, I don't think so. Because these caves have a lot of bugs in them. And some of them are very strong. Oh, it's another massive carnage crawling. That, for example, would have no trouble ch- turning through an entire band of, ca- of goblins. Yes, yeah, so even if they were, say, armoured. No problem. That's just... It's just canned food. Uh, oh, this one, this cave, it's got a circle. Oh, there's a tri And here's a tri corpse, which just suddenly appeared. Oh, massive carnage crawler. Gonna keep bashing it. Seven XP. Yes, that so gives more XP because it's tougher. It's a blood grub. Couple of blood grubs now. Two XP for the blood grubs. Another two XP. i know half tempted just to just to pause it. Until I find the next gem. Well, maybe. There are other things that can turn up while you're exploring these cliffs. Like, just a bit back, we had that tacker back. That's not the only thing. Oh, that well-crafted leather breastplate. Brace just stuck in, stuck in one of those three jaws. Oh, no enemies left. 64 for clearing the cave. Poor loot drop with five gold. Oh, ah. No gems that cave either. How many caves are there here? Alright, did a bit of healing. Oh, it's in. Wait, 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 straight away bumped into another cave. So, what snails in this one? Yes. They're like snails. But these ones are huge, I assume. Because I wouldn't be fighting them, would I? i will just be stomping on them. Yeah. Uh, giant snails. Yeah, not much to worry about. Unless... You're a vegetable. Yeah. But I'm not a vegetable, so I don't need to worry about these. Princes. But I do need to worry about these blood crops. Because i got blood in me. And they want it. Which is why I have to slay them. Well, part of the reason. The main reason is so I can clear out this cave. And see if there's any dragon gems. Because there may well be, or there might not. Won't know until it's cleared. Seven slain, handful remain. And just circling around this cave over and over again. Exploration status. You've, yeah, you can click, a, there's a little link that you can click that tells you how far along you are with clearing. clearing the cave in case you forget. I want to be absolutely sure you don't forget and leave a cave which is only mostly clear. 10 gold for that. Oh, no enemies left. 64 XP. It's a terrible loot drop with 6 gold. Okay, I think you've probably heard enough about these caves. Alright, now, I'm going to... Here's another cave. I'm just going to pause until it's done. I'll just check that cave. Nothing of much interest in it. Explored another cave, and here comes a suddenly... 128 experience to genuils. As you're making your way out of the cave, you stumble upon something that had previously escaped your notice. Behind a pile of rubble, concealed in the dense gloom that fills this cliffside lair, discover the half-devoured, decomposing remains of several cave goblins. The goblins appear to have met a gruesome fate in this dark cave. What gruesome fate? Maybe a carnage crawler? Or a grub Or a blood grub? Maybe a tried your ate them somehow in a way that is as difficult to imagine as it is painful, recalling that those cave goblins that waded Arch- Archigon's lair, you swiftly searched through the watting pile, suddenly towards the bottom of the heap, you come across what you've been seeking. Lying on the cave floor, beneath the bloodied, festal remains of a slain cave goblin, is a dragon jam. Wasting no time, reach down and take possession of the small, petrified eye. Searching through the pile again, and making certain you haven't looked, overlooked anything, you promptly resume your trek out of the cave. So I'm leaving the cave, moving away... Exploring some more. Oh, it's another cave. I'll just pause until I've cleared that up. Exploring another cave. Suddenly, you're making 128 experience to general. As you're making your way out of the cave, you stumble upon something that has previously escaped your notice, behind a pile of rubble, concealed in the dense gloom that fills this cliffside lair. You discovered the half devoured, decomposing remains of several cave goblins. The goblins appear to have met a gruesome fate in this dark lair. Recalling that it was cave goblins that raided Archigon's lair, you swiftly searched through the rotting pile. Suddenly, towards the boss of the heap, you come across what you're seeking. Lying on the cave floor, beneath the bloodied, festal remains of a cave goblin, is a dragon gem wasting no time you reach down and take possession of the small petrified eye this large black gem known as dragon gem is actually the petrified eye of a sea dragon you offer to find and retrieve the seven dragon gems that were stolen from the lair of the ancient sea dragon archigon you currently possess 4 of the seven dragon gems were taken from Archigron's lair. Searching through the pile again, and making sure, certain you haven't overlooked anything, you promptly resume your trek out of the cave. All right, pause until something more comes up. All right, I've cleared out another cave now, and now I've got a hundred, as well as the regular prize, I've got 128 experience to general. As you're making your way out of the cave, you stumble upon something that had previously escaped your notice. Behind a pile of rubble, concealed in the dense gloom that fills this cliff-sized lair, discover the half-devoured, decomposing remains of several cave goblins. The goblins appear to have met a gruesome fate in this dark cave. Recalling that it was cave goblins that raided Archicon's lair, You swiftly search through the rotting pile. Suddenly, towards the bottom of the heap, you come upon what you've been seeking. Lie on the cave floor, beneath the bloodied, festal remains of a slain cave goblin, is a dragon gem. Wasting no time, you reach down and take possession of the small, petrified eye. After searching through the pile again, Making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you promptly resume your trek out of the cave. That's five dragon gems now. So once again, I'll pause until something turns up. Okay, I've just finished exploring a cave. And now, 128 experience to general. As you're making your way out of the cave, you stumble upon something that had previously escaped your notice. Behind a pile of rubble concealed in the dense gloom that fills this cliffside side lair, Discover the half devoured. Oh, you lazy lazy bugs, only devouring half of them Ah, oh, that's lazy. If you're gonna start if you're gonna eat a goblin, eat the entire goblin. Clear your plate. You stupid bugs Although maybe they were doing that before I killed them, but still clear your plate Clear your plate Eat your entire goblin Don't half devour them full devour them And if you can't if you're not if you're not gonna finish then don't kill so many goblins (laughs) Or something like that decomposing remains of several cave goblins. The goblins appear to have met a gruesome fate in this dark cave. Recalling that it was cave goblins that raided Archgon's lair, you swiftly search through the watting pile. Suddenly, towards the bottom of the Maheep, you come across what you've been seeking. Lie on the cave floor. Beneath the bloodied, festal remains of a slain cave goblin is a dragon gem. When well, see no time, you reach down and take possession of the small, petrified eye. That's six of them now. And that's all the gems that you will find in the sea cliffs. There's just one more thing to find in the sea cliffs. Yes one little one little trinket to find if I keep exploring the searching through the pile again and making certain you haven't overlooked looked anything you promptly resume your trek out of the cave okay now I'm going to find the one more thing in the sea cliffs then I'll get the seventh dragon gem I've just found something Suddenly, on a broad shelf of weathered rock, less than twenty yards above the churning sea at the brace of the cliff, you make a gruesome discovery. Lined, sprawled out, face down, in the middle of a rock rock shelf upon which you stand, is the unmoving body of a chain-clad man. You instantly realise this unfortunate man has died as a result of a fall from one of the perilous ledges far above. quick search of his body reveals nothing of much interest save a leather pouch attached to his belt which contains a few gold tokens and a set of triangular bone dice. View. And 17 gold tokens and this dice. You discovered this set of triangular bone dice in the pouch of the belt of a man who was obviously fallen to his death in the rugged sea cliffs region near the city of Pakwar. After placing the dice in amongst your other possessions, you pay your final respects to the fallen adventurer for heaving his corpse off the ledge and into the raging sea below as his body becomes lost in a churning ocean at the base of the cliffs. You turn, and once again set off to resume your exploration of this rugged region. I don't, I don't know. I mean, is it being about at sea any particularly more respectful than just being left on a, on a cliff? I admit there's, there doesn't seem to be like I mean, people don't carry around ID in medieval pages, so I couldn't just... I couldn't just uh, open up his wallet see. Okay, oh! Here's his, here's, his, here's his horse license. Oh, it says... it was here. Okay, I can find his family now. Yeah, it's not quite as common in medievalism. I mean, there might be a few things, like a family seal... A family signet wing or something. But really it's not. It's a lot, lot more difficult in the medieval period to be able to just tell who someone is if you just find them largely decayed corpse. Alright, and that. And that is all the things. That's everything you can find in the sea cliffs. So, back to the city of Pakwa. I've got a few... Now, I found a couple of trinkets in the sea cliffs. So, let's go visit Timmycliffe and see if he wants you. He wants one of my stuff. Okay, does he want... The garled wooden amulet of a griffin or a dragon. Timothy's eyes widen as he produces the garled wooden amulet. He studies it carefully, muttering to himself. At a time, he tells you he'll give you four adventurer tokens for the amulet. Of course I will! And there we go. Timothy promptly hands you four adventurer tokens and takes possession of the gauld, the gnarled wooden amulet. Just the sort of thing I've been looking for, he says, slipping the amulet into his pocket. Thank you for bringing it in. Show Timurkiff. so and if you talk to him, he sometimes talks about the items you give him. Timurkiff tells you he hopes to soon sell the gauld whom the amulet you brought him. From a troll's lair, was it? He says. Yes, you. Oh, an ogre. Well, no matter, I suppose. An ogre it is then. Timothy reminds you, he's always on the lookout for strange and rare items. And don't you go and worry over what's strange or what's rare, he says. Just bring it to me and I'll have a look. I know what's what. Show him some of my items once more. Yep, show him the items. Alright, those dice. They're strange and they've got a little story behind them which is probably where, where most of their set of triangular bone dice use them. Timothy's eyes widened when he produced the set of triangular bone dice. He studies them carefully muttering to himself as he slowly strokes his chin. He tells you he will give you four adventurer tokens dice. Okay, yes, Tim promptly hands you four adventure tokens, and takes possession of the set of triangular bone dice. Just the sort of thing I've been looking for, he says, rolling the dice on the table in front of you. A very interesting find. Okay, now, I don't want to buy, I don't want to sell these dragon gems, because their family heirlooms. Do you know anything about these dragon gems? Timoka smiles as you hold up the dragon gem, then regards you with a curious glance as he reaches into his pocket and produces an identical stone. I purchased this one from a man outside the city I sometimes have dealings with. Perhaps you'll be interested in buying it. Well, was this some sort of adventurer, I presume, who just. Slayed the goblins who slayed the goblins that were that just had the gem. who went, Oh, these are the gems. This is a curious and rare item. I will sell it to Timothy. Timothy offers to show you the dragon gem he possesses for four adventure tokens and 10,000 gold. He tells you that he has another buyer. For the dragon gem already in mind. And its price is firm. Purchase the dragon gem. For 480 and 10,000 gold. And yes. It is going to be very much worth it. Timothy accepts your payment. And hands you the dragon gem. Alright. That's 4 adventure tokens. No. And 10,000 gold. Spent. View the dragon gem. You currently possess all seven of the dragon gems that were taken from Archigon's lair. I'm afraid that the man to whom I was going to sell that stone will be somewhat put off, but that's no concern of yours. Hope you enjoy the gem. The certainty of wearity and quite valuable. Decide not to show him any more items. Bid him farewell and leave. Call off the exploration. Time to meet that dragon. I have found I have found the last earthly remains of all of Archigron's brothers and sisters. Poor Archigron. He's all alone. He's so alone. The well-concealed cave? No, no, not that cave. It's the dark and foreboding cave. You're standing on a narrow ledge. Directly in front of the wide, dark mouth of the massive cave lair, the great sea dragon Archegon. The great dragon, one of the most feared Densons of all the North Broadlands, has had his seven Javin gems stolen by a band of cave goblins, if offered to find and return the missing gems. Enter the cave. As you step into the cave, a dim yellow glow appears out of the blackness before you, scattering the deep gloom and revealing an immense passage, the end of which opens a vast stone chamber. You proceed into the massive chamber, only to discover Archegon is nowhere to be found. Believing the ancient sea dragon must be out on a hunt, you turn and prepare to make your way out of the cave. Suddenly just about to step out into the passage leading out of the cave, when the sound of massive wings beating the air washes into the chamber. He instinctively steps it aside, and not a moment too soon, seconds later, the ancient sea dragon soars out of the passage into the heart of his abode, circling once before landing in the centre of the chamber. He's like a cat! (laughs) Or is it a dog? Which what, what, whichever one of it is that circles before they sit? Archigon looks at you quizzically and snorts. When you unfurl the fingers of your white right hand, displaying for him the seven recovered dragon gems, the great dragon thumps his cave on the tail on the cave floor and unleashes a fearsome war. Beyond all hope, he cries, his voice suddenly deep, powerful, and resonating. This is beyond all hope. <laughs> yeah. 2048 experience to general. 256 experience to all skills and powers. You promptly place the seven dragon gems before Archigon. Watch as he studies the clones closely. looking them over for nearly a minute. He draws them beneath his tremendous bulk and turns his softened gaze upon you. I only wish I had something worthy to give you in return, he says, his voice once again low and wasping. I must admit, though, I've spent a lifetime on a hunt, and have done very little treasure-storming. Hoarding, still, might think you'll find some use for this. The ancient sea dragon fix a blood-stained leather bag towards you, the seemingly heavy, weathered satchel lands at your feet. You're surprised to discover the weighty bag contains 24 adventurer tokens and a small amount of gold. That's 1,045 gold. Alcacon again thanks you for retrieving the seven dragons, tells you he will never again let them out of his possession. I hope that you will you have come to know me as a friend, Zoopy says, for I have come to think of you as such. You ever be welcome in whatever place I make my lair. I guard a dragon, friend. Yay. You spend the next couple of hours relaxing and speaking with the ancient sea dragon, listening with great interest as he describes for you just a few of the amazing things is seen throughout his long and storied life. At last, eager to be on your way, you allow Archigon to resume his nearly endless hunt for food and bid him farewell. Prepare to leave his cave in his low, wasping voice. The great dragon wishes you well and tells you to take care on your journeys. No, no, the dragon's not in this time. That's probably the only. Yes, so that's two dragons that I've befriended now. There's that that dragon whose chuck whose egg I found, back in Trithic, and the dragon whose fam whose dead family I found, back, in 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 the sea cliffs off Pakur. How about that? Two dragon friends. Yes, so I now have two hundred and ninety-five adventurer tokens. I mean, next time we've done. There's about three things that are opened up by exploring the city of Pakur, and this is one of them. There's there's still to come. We've got some. There's some ruins beneath the city. And I've heard that Pat Curre has a problem with rat men. But those will be for next time. There's also an adventure here called A Lonely Stretch of Road. Once again, those will be for next time. Well, well probably the next few times, actually. it's probably going to spend three, maybe more, more episodes in this city. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.